World of Warcraft. Butters, you said you're on your computer all the time. Yeah, but I'm playing Hello Kitty Island Adventure. Butters, go buy World of Warcraft, install it on your computer, and join the online sensation before we all murder you. Oh, oh, all right, all right then. Hello, and welcome back to Crosswires. I am Jay, and today I am joined by my co-host who is again confirming that Squadcast is indeed Steam Deck certified. Hey, James, how are you? Uh, I'm good. Yeah, this this works great on deck. Honestly, this is the second time we've done a session. The only challenge this time is that I do currently look like I'm recording from like one of those outdoor scenes in Total Recall. Like, get your butt to Mars. Yes. Okay, this webcam is junk. Seriously. <laughs> it, it, it's a Logitech C270, I think. I, I got it for free when I bought something else. Uh, I bought a capture card, but it didn't end up working. And yeah, so and because I was an idiot and didn't bring a really nice camera that Jay spent all the time bringing over from the US for me because it was too much work to... Of course, I realized it wasn't too... Oh, just, just shoot me, Jay. That's what we just need to do, okay? Okay, okay. Um, I, I'll, I'll, I'll be over soon. Thanks. <laughs> yeah, I'm doing good. I'm, I'm doing good. Enjoying, um, enjoying time with the family for Christmas. We should, we should say, of course, as we record this, it's well for you and our guest. It's the 22nd of December. For me, it is the 23rd of December. So, by the time this comes out, I hope you all had a wonderful Christmas or uh, whatever holidays you happen to celebrate, and a, a, and in fact, a wonderful new year. And uh, and also for the guest that is, that we have here. A happy Winter Vale, because we, for this Winter Vale episode, welcome Berserker. So uh, happy to be here with the J&J connection. Uh, you know, oh, no, don't, on. don't, oh, no, 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 that's not, that's not sticking up. That makes it sound like a <laughs> 70s pop group. No. Yes. Yes. You're gonna We're make, here. Uh, We're the J&J connection. <laughs> there it is. I knew I came here for a reason. Better than ABBA. You're already shot out of a cannon. <laughs> take a chance, take a chance on me. Okay, sorry, James. <laughs> They're gonna make a movie about you with Meryl Streep in it. It's gonna be amazing. Oh, I no, Meryl Streep is absolutely playing Jay. I love that. And uh, for me, I, I want. I don't know. Pierce Brosnan, come on. What are you doing, Pierce Brosnan? <laughs> yeah. No, 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 no. Will Arnett. Will Arnett. Will Arnett. For some, for some rant. No, 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 no. Michael Sever. Ooh, I, yeah. I, I, I don't know. Michael Sever. A young Michael Caine. Ooh, okay. Yeah, I could. I, you were only supposed to blow the blinking doors off. Beautiful. I knew I came here for a reason today. Absolutely. Well, and, and, and the first <laughs> thing you came here for is to tell us, who are you and what do you do? Yes. Well, uh, yes. Thank you for having me on the show. I am one of the millions and millions, as the Rock used to say, of players of the wonderful game World of Warcraft. And beyond that, uh, somebody who's played now for almost its entire duration. It's uh, coming up on 20 years, a couple years shy, but uh, wow. for uh, ooh, 16 of those years, getting close to that uh, at this point. But I also host a podcast like every other middle-aged white guy in America. <laughs> Gotta have a podcast, so I've got mine. 
And uh, I've been running that for uh, about seven years now, and it is called Unshackled Fury. So uh, it's, it's uh, told from the, the perspective of myself, sort of a, a battle-worn warrior, although it's not just about warrior stuff, if you know the game. It's about kind of everything. I, somebody once described the show back to me as a cross between, like, a news network and, like, Howard Stern, like a shock jock kind of thing. It's a little bit of everything. Nothing's off the table. Sometimes we talk about the game. Sometimes we talk about the people around the game. Sometimes we talk about community boo-boo stuff going on in the background. It's it's anything and everything, frankly, that I just find of interest, uh, mostly to myself. Uh, but uh, I've been putting that show out for uh, 119 episodes over seven years, so it's a it's a it's a labor of love. I don't do this, you know, every week or every day or anything like that. It's kind of a collection of my thoughts over a couple of weeks' time, and then off we go. And I've uh, been doing it ever since uh, ooh, 2015. Yeah, and I'm finally, Jay, I think I'm finally starting to get somewhere. I got uh, recently, uh, I got recently a chance to interview the game director himself, Ian Hazakosta. Oh my gosh! Uh, I got to sit in on a group interview with him and I got to ask him a couple of questions, including the question I've always wanted to ask him if I ever got the chance. So, yeah, very excited and uh, been been having a great 2022 uh the the real world aside and uh spreading the love of world of warcraft and if uh, no better time than now because baby we are rolling high on a new expansion that i think people across the spectrum are loving as they should because dragonflight is is shaping up to be the best expansion of all time and i say that as somebody who thinks wrath of the lich king is the best of all time uh, and nostalgically so, it'll probably always be my king. But uh, it's it's a new era for Warcraft, and really happy to see so many people return, so many new faces coming on board. The, the game really is uh, entering what we're calling sort of a third era, kind of a different philosophical look uh, at, at the whole uh, kit and caboodle that it involves. So I'm happy to be here and, and talk about that and anything else. You got on deck. I'm just, frankly, I'm just happy to see Jay. That, that's 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 my my big thing here. Jay and I have been friends uh, for a number of years over many iterations of of different shows and <laughs> different eras, and uh, always been there. And and truly, one of the finest people I've ever known has some of the best energy uh, of anyone I've ever known. And I'll tell you what, the World of Warcraft community is the lesser for Jay's absence, but happy. To see her out here spreading a good word and doing her thing because uh, she is she is truly one of the most phenomenal people I've ever met, one of the strongest people I've ever met, um, and so it's just it's just a blast for me to be here and uh, and have a nice little chat. Thank you, Berserker, and uh, uh, and how much of our podcast budget did you spend on that, Jay? Getting Berserker to <laughs> speak about to three thousand. Yeah. That, okay, that, that's our budget gone for the year, Ben. <laughs> Told you before. The check stop. did clear. The, yeah. the check oh, did good. clear before I got it. Yeah, 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 yeah. Oh, yeah. And I made sure it was in Bitcoins because I know. <laughs> thank you. Yes, thank you. Yes, Bitcoin, of course. You know, that's that, that's how we roll now. <laughs> that, that wonderfully stable currency. Yeah. <laughs> uh, yes. The whole planning on my retirement is on <laughs> Well, now it's worth about a, about a dollar, Berserker. I'm so sorry. Oh, well, guess I'm going to have to show up to work. <laughs> And, and Berserker, it, it means a lot. Like I've met you in World of Warcraft and through podcasting, and I've I've had you on my on my former podcast. And mm-hmm. I have to say, I I, I remember if I met you. No, I think we 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 did not cross paths at BlizzCon, 
2019. No, no, that is the one, one of the few true laments. Uh, I've had a lot of fun times at the BlizzCons that I've been to, but uh, you and I did not uh, physically come face to face. Unfortunately, no. I, 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 Ali was surprised at how tall I was because Ali um, <laughs> was like, I was looking around for this, like, sh- like sh- seriously, was looking around for a short person. All of a sudden, I, I'm over here, and she's like, "Oh, hi!" At the time, Frasley, hi, <laughs> <laughs> hello up there. So, one thing that I wanted to kind of like real quickly go over is the term MMORPGs. Yeah. So, for those who don't know, massively multiplayer online role-playing game and that can take a variety of forms mm-hmm. but one of the biggest aspects of it that makes it an interesting game is you are there playing this game but at the same time you have other people who are also playing the same game as you so you may be like over in the fields of elwyn forest trying to take down the defias brotherhood but all of a sudden out of, out of the corner Berserker comes rushing through and and uh, takes the mob that you're going for. But this is back in classic and stuff like that. Because I know Berserker would always steal mobs in classic. Oh, of course. Of course. Just the, the idea that you're playing this game that is not just a single-player experience, but with other people. And then say, hey, you need to group up with this person for this quest. Then in that group, you may start a party. And you can probably guess I would be the jokester. I'd be the punster. And I've been punning a lot in, in the group chat, but you start talking to people through it. If you get along with them, you can add them to your friends list. So that's, that's kind of the, I would say the uh, TLDR of, of MMORPGs that it's a game with other players where you're not by yourself. And in a lot of regards, that can be amazing. Like World of Warcraft to me appealed because you log into this game and you can go anywhere with almost no load screens and the only reason they have load screens are like different continents we can go almost anywhere and i just love the idea of you're exploring this world but then other people out there who may be doing things someone may, may be out over here gathering herbs for for alchemy someone may be over here getting meat from boars for for cooking you're doing all these things in this quest i mean we need when you need to, to group up with somebody take out on Say that, that, that cobalt at the end of the cave, you're like, okay, I'm going to group up with them. And then you may either continue questing. I quested with this dwarf down in Dunmoreau and then they logged off and I never saw him again, but it was just cool to be, to be doing that. And it's an experience that you don't get a lot. Like first person shooters, like kind of like Overwatch or Fortnite. While you may be with other people, the aim there is killing the other player in a lot of, in a lot of regards. But here the aim is you're, adventuring with them there is player versus player combat sometimes but a lot of it is you're talking to other people or you may join up with a guild or you may join a raid team and that's just i think what makes them interesting am i missing anything berserker or james do you have any questions i want to hear james's questions as you know oh okay so i did say i so look i know of world of warcraft i have seen people play it i think i've seen jay play it maybe once at least once you see i do remember going to visit a friend once i mean entire time i was there he was just playing world of warcraft and i'll be really honest that kind of put me off the game a little bit because i made all this effort to go and see this friend <laughs> I, I, you know and there is a certain episode of south park <laughs> yes which we watched recently again that's what got me to play the game oh okay Wow, I didn't even I didn't even know really that much about World of Warcraft, and it wasn't until the Make Love Not Warcraft episode 
that uh, I told my wife, uh, uh, maybe I'll try this 10-day trial. She's like, didn't we just watch this episode? Wasn't that an entire warning not to do this? And I was like, oh, he's fine. (laughs) 10 days, no problem. And that was um, February of 2007. Wow. Okay. Okay. So, yeah. So that 10-day trial is going real long. So, I mean, one question I do have is, correct me if I'm wrong, just to, this, so World of Warcraft, it, it is derived from the universe that Warcraft is in. Yes. Yes. And I've played, I, I have played Warcraft, I think, once. Uh, and this is by, this is by Blizzard, who are now, again, correct me if I'm wrong, part of Activision, which yes. brings its own fun. This will change. Yeah, yeah. Mm, yeah I, I can. I can hear the moaning. I can hear the moaning going on now. Look, ju- just again, MMORPGs. I've heard of other games like Star Trek Online is another very popular, and but this is a very different sort of game. Obviously, there's no starships involved. Can you just answer one? But there are aliens. Just a fun oh. Lord little teaser. There are aliens okay. and spaceships, but. True. So can you explain, because obviously, as you said, you can go around and do all these things. You can, you know, do alchemy. You can get gather food. You can get your herbs. What's a quest? A quest can encompass many things, but it is typically a task that is assigned by someone that wants you or needs you to do something. And then you accept that task in exchange for it could be currency it could be in exchange for a piece of gear that your character needs to wear um you know or some other type of reward that is hopefully useful to your character in some way and those quests can vary from very you know little small tasks where hey i need you to go collect Six things in this area over here because I'm baking a pie. Okay, cool. I need you to kill Ragnaros the Fire Lord uh, because he's wreaking havoc from the elemental plane of fire. And I'll give you this necklace as a reward, right? It's got some stuff on it. So very similar to to missions in in other games, or you know, I mean, yeah. I guess the instant, uh, of course, now. I'm going to show, look, I love my gaming, but Quest is like, uh, Zelda is an RPG, just not online. Is that, am I right about that one? Like, uh, like old school Zelda? Well, like, it, uh, Breath of the Wild. Yeah, because it has it has inventory management. It has objectives. Um, there are some RPGs that do or, or at the time did not have questing, but just had killing. Like EverQuest, one of its biggest things was just killing killing uh mobs over and over for experience gain one of the one of the, the biggest things that that world of warcraft was starting to change in the industry was they added a storyline in questing versus just killing things i i actually interviewed john john states of the wild dev diary the book that came out back and he said it was interesting how world of warcraft changed that focus to actually doing quests in addition to everything else okay that makes a lot more sense and i i think the thing that always confused me with particularly with world of warcraft is this levels thing Mm. and i assume that is just building up your character so that you have more skills more abilities you can maybe hang in a fight a little bit longer Mm -hmm. or have certain because again trying to understand this like the so again referencing that south park episode 
you know, where, where they talk about, oh, use your enchanted casting thing. And, and that's based on your character. Is that right? Yeah, like the concept of, yeah, like it's an RPG, right? So the idea of playing into the story, like pretending like, you know, this is your character, your character is going through these adventures. And as they go through these adventures, they become more experienced, right? So you are able to harness your energy or your power or these abilities or whatever they are. And as you go up, yeah, you'll learn new things along the way. And so where you start off in one area that, you know, pretty low level, easier to manage situations, well, now you're growing in level, you're growing in skills. So now let's take on some tougher challenges. Let's Go over now to this other area where maybe there's some more serious stuff going on, some bigger things going on that now your character might be able to handle a little bit easier or or have a better fighting chance at doing so. One of the things within that that World of Warcraft does so well, and I think one of the reasons why it has been so popular over the years, is because you're not just going kind of from here to here to here just because. There's a story. There's a narrative. Very wide ranging uh in some ways it's it's a little uh a little unwieldy uh but there is a very rich deep story you mentioned warcraft earlier about the franchise right there was the original warcraft orcs and humans warcraft 2 warcraft 3 warcraft 3 is where a lot of world of warcraft comes from a lot of the story of world of warcraft comes from although now we're moving finally away from that they've made a they've made a big point to say that shadowlands the previous expansion was kind of the last page of that book in the, in the whole Warcraft saga. Now we're going to kind of move on a little bit from some of those stories, but that's kind of the general idea, right? As you start off as a level one, whatever, in some area where the stakes are pretty low. And then as you level up, as you get to max level, you know, whatever that is, 60, 70, it's been as high as like, I think 120 at one time or 110. It was pretty high. Um, they've, they've done little squishes to make it a little more manageable. You know, you're able to take on challenges all the way up to what we, you know, what we have as an end game in World of Warcraft, where there are raids, which are usually up to, you know, have been up to 40 people at one time, as low as 10 people at one time. And now the, the size of the group required to do the task is, is, is a little more malleable now. They, they've made that a little friendlier. Uh, but it takes that group of people with different skills and different abilities to be able to, you know, take down these dragons or take down this dude over here. Or somebody's getting wild in the back over here and causing elemental problems. You know, all kinds of things that revolve around the story, going back to the story. All right. There's some big challenge that needs to be met. And so for some people, that's that's the central thing that you do you level your character you get to the end game and then you raid with your raid team you know a dedicated group of people that you play with to take down these challenges because they design these challenges blizzard does to be hard enough that it, it takes time to do you know per practice and have the ability to get past these challenges and typically there's you know anywhere from 8 to 12 to even 15 of these challenges in a raid in one centralized kind of location where these things happen and so for some people, that's the game that they want to play. For other people, it's they want to do pet battling because you can collect pets and then you can battle trainers and other people. And for some people, it's the PvP element that Jay mentioned where, you know, you're in battlegrounds and you're fighting against other players. And for some people, it's collecting mounts and uh, transmog. So, you know, you can make your gear look like all kinds of different stuff. There's all these different perspectives within World of Warcraft. It's such a big game and has such a deep history 
that it allows for that kind of thing to occur where you have people that are very dedicated to their one portion. And it's part of, I think, what keeps so many people involved because there are so many things that you can do. The gameplay itself is very smooth. It's, you know, it's not the highest quality graphics. I, you know, as somebody who's played way too much cyberpunk, yes. uh, you know, you know, a game where it, it, it is graphically, it's just, it's mind blowing. And now we're getting into real engine, uh, unreal engine five where stuff's going to look even more real than it ever looked. You know, that's not world of Warcraft. It's, it, it is cartoony to a point. But everything is very smooth. It plays in a way that your brain, I find, just clicks so well with it when you, you when you press a button and something happens. It's that feedback that you get with the sound and the sight and the, the reaction. To, it just there's something very special about it. And then you go from like kind of one thing to the next thing to the next thing, and before you know it, it's been six months and no one's seen you, and you haven't taken a shower, and you're like, "Where have you been? What's going? On? I've been playing World of Warcraft. It's this amazing game, and I can do all these things." So, it is, it is so huge in scope, um, and I and I think that always being online—that's the other portion of it, right—is all of the other people. So it's not just you doing these things. There's literally millions of other people and you're and you're uh, put together like on servers where you'll have, you know, several thousands of people will all be kind of together on one server and you'll interact with those people. And so like Jay mentioned, you're doing a quest and you need help on someone. Maybe there's some other people doing it. And then there's something over here. Well, I need help with that. Let's do that thing over there too. So there are plenty of things that you can do solo. I'm somebody who kind of prefers to do the solo gig quite a bit, but it's built on community. At the end of the day, to do all the things that you want to do after a certain point, it's built on community. And that ultimately is what makes World of Warcraft so special, is the community itself, and more specifically, the community that you find for yourself. And because we are going to talk about our community, I'm sure Jay, I've seen Jay's show notes. One question that I think is important to ask from an accessibility point of view, I mean, obviously, what, with it being at its base an older game what what sort of hardware does it require what does it run on you know how how accessible is it maybe for different groups of gamers because traditionally i've always seen it as a pc game it is a pc game they there there are hints and whispers and things all the time about it potentially coming to a console uh with the purchase by uh microsoft uh oh they, that they division are, yeah of course yes they are attempting to uh, finalize that purchase sometime in the next year it's meeting some regulatory hurdles but there are a lot of whispers and rumors that potentially you're looking at it being ported over to a console at some point not being a game designer and just knowing how complicated the game is on pc i don't know how you rearrange that to make it workable on a console but that's why other people get paid big bucks to figure that out so it is a pc game however it does not require some kind of world beating you know 4090 gpu and a and a you know some thread ripper something something it it's not like that it, it is really a game that is designed to be as accessible as possible in the pc arena where you can always turn down settings and do different things but uh if you look at the minimum specs to play the game it's it's not very high. And in fact, I have an older computer sitting right next to me that I have rigged up for my son to be able to play a, a few Blizzard games. And, th- and this computer, it's 
12 years old at this point, and it'll run it just fine. Okay, that's good. And what about pricing? Because obviously with this being an on, this isn't just a pay-once game. What's the pricing like for a World of Warcraft account? Because I, I, again, you know, I go back and I seem to remember, you know, seeing um, YouTube videos of pa- of kids reacting to their parents cutting off a World of Warcraft account. <laughs> oh, yes. you're probably thinking of Wild well, Outrage one video. I, used to, I think I, have to, I can think of it's the one, the one who kept the kid who came in smashing up his room. Am I thinking of a right yep, one? Yeah, right yeah. One? Oh, yep. I remember that one. I remember that well. Uh, yeah, it is, it is unique still in its ability to be able to pull in a subscription. So the base game, which is rolled into whatever typically the latest expansion is, you do have to purchase that. So like for myself, been around forever, I, I've had to pay for every expansion as it's come along. And those prices have varied over time. They add a lot of digital deluxe items. So extra in-game you know, little bits and bobs if you're into that kind of stuff. And, you know, it'll range from anywhere from 50 60 all the way up to like $100, depending on how much you're willing to pay, plus a subscription for every month. And I believe it's about 15 bucks a month right now. But there's also a one-month, I think a three-month, a six-month. And right now, they're doing a year subscription. And there is a certain amount of price break up to a point, depending on whether or not you want to do any of those bundles. So if you're in a position to be able to do that, it is it is pretty nice to be able to, you know, save some money kind of in the long run. But there is there is a running cost to play World of Warcraft, which is often why you'll see kind of a boom and bust cycle in terms of the player base where around an expansion, whoo, numbers will swell and things are going on. And then once, you know, a certain segment of the player base has consumed the content that they want to see, they'll let the subscription lapse and they'll move on to whatever else they'll do and you'll see those numbers fall. But for that, I do believe that we get a well-funded and well-run game, which I appreciate. No, thank you. That's really thank you, Bizzaga. That's really helpful information to understand and put put this into context because you know again, and and in a way, I would say that from what I'm hearing, World of Warcraft because it's endured so long. To be honest, I didn't even know until Jay said, "Hey, let's have Berserker on the show to talk about World of Warcraft." I'm like that game's <laughs> still around. Like yeah. the fact yeah. that it's endured and that. It's been well funded because that is possibly one of the problems with free to play or pay to yeah pay to play games where unless people are buying them uh, and paying for those items, they aren't getting funded, and at some point those servers get shut down. Yeah, like City of Heroes I, I, is a game that I I to this day longingly miss, and like same with Star Wars Galaxies. Those are two games that are MMORPGs no longer here i mean they're they're here in the emulation realm and i may have to look into those because uh at least cedar heroes got the uh, grace from the uh developers to continue it but yeah it's definitely one of the things that like you put all this all this time because one thing about the world of warcraft and a lot of games and world of warcraft has done a lot recently to lessen this but they are a time sink and they are built to keep people playing and that is one of the things that like you can buy a a 60 dollar game play through it in like 10, 12, 15 hours or, or, or more, depending on how, how long it is. But World of Warcraft, you have to keep playing to progress. And, and there's an intentional, you're, you're going to spend time with this. It's, it's, why, it's why sometimes people do leave is that time grind. It can be quite a bit. That's true. 
one of the things that I want to talk about, I'm going to first start, start with some of the, the, the bad sides and then go into some of the really positives. Mm. I would say definitely one thing about World of Warcraft and Lemmarvies is that, that addictive nature. I think a lot of us can re- talk about the, remember that person. And like even James mentioned, uh, his friend who just played World of Warcraft the entire time. And I'll admit, I've been that friend to a friend comes over and I was just playing. <laughs> so I've been that friend too. But like there is that, that, that ability, like, like you will just play a game. Nowadays, I don't do that anymore. Nowadays, I'm like, if, if, if I'm going to, I make, t- I take time for, 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 for friends and all that, but it is definitely very addictive and, and it's, it's by design. Um, there is a lot of research I've done where they actually have people who are psychologists hired by the companies to know how can we make the game more addictive? So they know, like, like what are some of the things we can get, try to get you to keep you going? And that is one thing about, about games. I've, I've done some people who have like definitely stopped going to work to play this game or like mm. called off work. And like, I, I, I know one, um, one person I, I remember, I'm not going to go to too much detail, basically had, um, had, was, was given the choice of their relationship with their wife or the game. And at the time that they chose the game and they told me it was one of the worst decisions they ever made. <laughs> but th- that, that is part of the, part of one of the, one of the negative downsides of an MRPG is how addictive it can be. Yeah. You know, obviously. When it comes to addiction, the nature of addiction, you know, there's a lot of lot can, that can be said about that. You know, for me personally, coming from a family of addicts and even recognizing those traits in myself, right? It is a game that is very well built when it comes to that sort of mini dopamine dump feedback loop. Yes. Where... It doesn't require a whole lot of effort. Like sometimes it's a big thing, but there are just lots of little things, little quests, little things now, especially nowadays, little treasures you can find, little areas that you can discover, like all these little things that give your brain that little pop. And, you know, you do it over and over and over and over and over again, right? And you can lose all kinds of time. When I first started playing, was before I had, you know, any kids of my own, and it was just my wife and I, I lost weekends, you know, whole days. I, I mean, you, it's dark out. How did that happen? You know, it just, that is, I think, an experience that I would hazard to guess. I have no numbers to back this up, but I would hazard to guess that a majority of Warcraft players have experienced that at one time or another, probably earlier on when first discovering the game. And it can trigger that kind of behavioral pattern. And so if you are somebody, I think, that is prone to falling into that trap, World of Warcraft can can be that vice. I would argue it's better than a, a few others have come across, but at the same time, it can also be a very destructive. And you see things like this where people can't control themselves and they do choose the game over their relationships or, you know, I've known people that got fired from jobs or that, like got kicked out of school. I mean, yeah. it's wild that this happens, but it's just, it's so good in its feedback reward loop. And I'm not saying that that's negative. I'm just saying it's so good in that, that if you are, I think, prone to that kind of behavior, World of Warcraft can, can be a bit of a challenge in that regard. <laughs> Yeah, I I remember when I was uh 16, my parents were like, "Jay, you need to stop playing this game because 
you are literally going into your room around 5 or 6 p.m. We're not seeing you till 1 a.m. You need to stop this. And that's that's why I, I left World of Warcraft for a while. Was I was like, yeah, because I would be I'd be ready to molten core where so James, this is gonna you're gonna love this. I will understand this. Go on. <laughs> I was I was I was raiding uh in a 40 person group against Ragnaros and literally the only thing I had to do was I had to heal five people. That was, that was my entire job the, the entire night was these five people in this one raid party. I had to raid them. And you're doing that for hours and hours and hours and hours as they're just unloading all of the spells into the main boss. And uh, obviously they've, they've modified th- where they've added more diversity to the mechanics from that because they're no longer just, um, I would say sponges for, for damage. But yeah. I would do that for hours and hours and hours and hours every day for a while. And I was like, I need to stop. I need to leave. So, yeah, there is that. (laughs) (laughs) But, I mean, let's be very honest. That's not unique to World of Warcraft. It's not unique to MMORPGs. I know, you know, in this modern age, games like Fortnite, games like even Minecraft. I mean, me and Jay are huge Minecraft fans. Mm -hmm. But... Minecraft can be an app. Oh, just one more block, one more, one more layer, one more mining trip. <laughs> yes. Yep. You know, yes. And, yes. Uh, I will admit there have been times where I was meant to be chatting with Jay, you know, to <laughs> catch up on stuff. And I've been there uh, playing the Hot Space Shipbreaker. And Jay, Jay Not that knows. I didn't have Steam chat to see that you were playing. Yeah. The game. She's like, she's like, you're playing Shipbreaker. I'm like, yeah. Busted. 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 I, I mean, and it is, look, game addiction is, you, you know, um, so at a point of recording this episode, the episode that's just gone out on Monday of this week was our chat with Andrew Keats, the theater director and wonderful chap uh, and huge Star Trek nerd. But, one of the things he talked about is social media addiction. And mm-hmm. I think there is an element where game, I, I mean, I might be wrong, but I think game addiction does actually get some recognition as a genuine a thing. There are, I don't want to say treatments because I'm not sure whether or not there is help available for gaming addiction. I think more so than say social media. I sh- Do you know what? No, there is even social media addiction help now. Um, yeah, but it's not unity. But I think when you've got a game as immense and world building as World of Warcraft, I think it makes sense. I mean, look, you know that whole South Park episode. As much as we joke about it, definitely did a good job of highlighting the potential issues. Uh, you're not going to turn into those overstated caricatures of a World of Warcraft player that we saw the boys turn into. And I can't do a good Cartman, so I'm not going to. Mom, bathroom. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my little sweetie. Oh, what the, I, Cartman's mom, such an enabler. Um, <laughs> That's my boy. <laughs> the sword of, of un, unbeatable power, or whatever. <laughs> Jake, your impersonations of cartoon characters are not um, <laughs> not very good, are they, Louis? <laughs> Louis, <laughs> Louis. <laughs> No, it's just See, as good as my either. singing. Not, not, not no. that good. All right, all right. So, <laughs> Jay, I think you, I think you, gosh, look, I, I'm just, I'm just sat here amazed at this. Totally I derailed this. the show. Oh yeah, 
No, I <laughs> love this. Him. I love this. Well, getting into this deep discussion of, of games and, and picking and you know cultures around games. I, I have one question, which I know Jay is in the show notes. I, I we we talked about negatives, but there are some positive things. And from a tech standpoint, games like World of Warcraft, I think it's fair to say probably pi- it really pushed forward what we would consider VoIP and team chat yes. technologies. Oh yeah. Tell me a little bit about how that whole communication element played into it. Like, because it wasn't just tech speech. You know, I know I remember team speak, uh, you know, AF, uh, Cartman, AFK. <laughs> what? Oh, oh I no, no. I, I just thought to get the Cartman. AFK. Uh, so, so yeah, there was definitely the, like when, when people started getting into raids and dungeons, they realized that they needed the ability to communicate without having to, re- to, Take, take take time to type. So like you're you're typing and you're doing all these, all these like spells and macros and and, like, and attacks and and formations. So then they started looking at some of the the, the technology that was available, like Teamspeak, Ventrilo, Mumble, and looking at that and the real time feedback that 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 you had allowed allowed you to to stay in touch. But the the biggest problem was at least back then you had the inaccessibility of say like the ability to if someone needed a mic or head or headset because a lot of people didn't have headsets that have mics weren't able to to speak or sometimes if, you, if you're in a if you're in a house with other people you don't want to be too loud be like more dots more dots there's a whole meme about that <laughs> but yeah it definitely did oh yeah um push those software because all of a sudden they they started to see more people using that software and I think uh, the the one inter- interesting thing was they'd be using voice chat in forums. Then around, I would say early, like the late 2010s Discord was like, what if we were to take voice chat, but combine it with something like Slack or forums into a way to not only have the voice chat, but also have text chat around that. Because that, when you're out of the game, the guild chat doesn't persist out of the game. So, a lot, so guilds, um, who had forums were, 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 moving there. And it's, it's interesting now, like used to the, like log into voice chat or your, or your guild chat and talk to people. Now you can talk to people any, anywhere, no matter, no matter where you are. And it can persist outside of the game itself, but it is interesting. Yeah. That the MMORPG and f- FPS cultures progressed what we have. Berserker, did, did I miss anything there? It's so different now. And that's part of what's bonkers to me is. When we first started playing, I had no concept of any of this stuff. And then yeah. when I joined my first raid team, and they're like, oh, well, we got to get on Ventrilo. What's Ventrilo? Well, you, you know, we, we have to be able to talk to each other. Talk to each other? Yeah. I didn't even I didn't even know what I was getting myself into. I just knew I wanted to do it. That's it. And so, like, all right, well, you need a, a microphone. Okay. And sort of to Jay's point, there there is – a little bit of a barrier to entry there when it comes to equipment and, you know, a certain amount of accessibility there. And I I think one of the benefits to the proliferation of this technology is that that barrier has gotten cheaper. Where is it the best mic and headset combo at 10 bucks? I mean, you're not going to be recording voiceovers for entertainment tonight, but you can certainly jump on to Discord and talk to your team to get through a fight. Right. And so I think that that has also kind of had the benefit of making the required equipment cheaper. 
than it used to be and also easier to find. I feel like there's more of it now than there ever used to be in the past. You know, there was a time just kind of also in terms of tech, and I'd have to look at the exact number, but there was a time when World of Warcraft was young that like a third of all internet traffic was World of Warcraft servers. It was it was just lights out how much how big the game was uh, in, in perspective to how things used to be. But yeah, the, the 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 graduation away from forums and over to Discord. Discord. <laughs> Discord is king, able to combine all of these things that we did separately and now into one simple-to-use, centrally located platform. Uh, what a what a boon that has been. And, man, I wish I had been on the ground floor to get in on some financing on that deal because it is – it is it's unbelievable and you know with all of the headaches with twitter and everything else everybody's looking for the next big thing and i always think about discord where like gosh we used to be on all these different things how do you get better than that i'm not really sure because it does video it does audio it does written format you can post pictures and videos and it's kind of an all-in-one situation now so my guess is some billionaire idiot will buy it and crash it, and then we'll have to start over. But you know that's another that's another story. We don't have to go. No, no, no. I, I'm with you. I just hope that doesn't happen. But I mean, look, you know, uh, okay. I, I, Jake. Maybe by the time this episode comes out, we will have launched publicly launched our Discord. So yeah. that is happening. We are all right. We are having a Discord server for for the sh- uh, for our you know for our little content empire empire. No, that's Absolutely, the empire. Because I mean, we have, we have live streams. I've, I've been doing some uh, so, some live test streams, and by the, and by the time this is out, we will have we will both be uh, streaming on a regular schedule. So yeah, there's a lot of cool things. And Ooh, breaking news! But the forums, uh, you know, the discussion. Like we are, we have already, and we're working on automation on this. When a new episode comes out, we post in the episode uh, like a discussion nice. forum for that. And you, you know, that is Discord keeps getting better. You know, and one big thing is it does not require. I remember trying to help people with firewall configs for Teamspeak and Ventrilo because they used to need it. Now, you just you don't need to open any ports. And of course, say go on, Jay. And now Discord works on Xbox too. So I mean, and and I believe. Unless I'm wrong, um, I believe it also works on PlayStation as well. I mean, so like they're bridging the gap on a lot of. A lot of these areas, so it's it's incredible. This one unifying platform. I mean, and how many how many servers are there that you can have for a myriad of topics? What one thing on accessibility that I, I think Berserk made a really good point about the technology to do audio calls is getting a lot cheaper because look, if you don't have a mic and maybe you're playing World of Warcraft on. And Jay, we need to look into this is possible for you, but you know, you're paying a Steam Deck. Well, you might just plug in your iPhone or your wired headset, or you might use your phone. Not this phone. I <laughs> know, not that one. That's, look at that baby. Isn't that beautiful? So for, for oh our listeners. My God. For our listeners, uh in fact, Jay, do you want to just take another squad shot? And yes, I'll, absolutely. I'll, I'll put this into the episode. <laughs> Because I think this is probably a current phone around the time of World of Warcraft. Yes, because uh, <laughs> back then I, I was, was, was playable on dialogue. Yeah, but the point be- oh, isn't that brilliant? The um, point being that you know you can now run Discord on your phone. You could have your game on your 
device and just have your AirPods in or your you know cheap headset in and be chatting. I think it's I think it's wonderful. I, I really do. So go on, Jay. You were gonna. I, I do apologize. I've derailed your your show notes a little bit. Oh no, no, you're all good. And um, and in fact, I I've, I've got a good segue. So so do trust me on this one. I I, I know. I, I want to also mention that there has been a change. I there's actually a guild. I think it's called. I think Dauntless, if I'm remembering right, actually is a guild of of deaf individuals who have all. Oh yeah, were able to do amazing raids without voice chat and yep. they were able to do oh that's awesome doing te- like, like like they had, they had technology and, and things to be able to make it work and there are like raid markers but they they used a bunch of things so they were all coordinating this huge raid i do want to also use voice chat to bring up the toxic side one aspect that a lot of people may not think about is as a trans woman if i speak up in voice chat because my voice is not what what some people would would consider feminine, they would be the, 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 I may get misgendered or I may get uh, made fun of. I've also heard a lot of a lot of women who who get harassed or they or you know I I, I like there are a lot of people who who don't want to go on voice chat and, there, and there's a, and there's a lot of regards where voice chat being required for things in my opinion is a bad design that that you shouldn't have to use voice chat but sometimes you do, and I think. That goes into part of the toxic community that you can find in 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 any game, but like World of Warcraft, one of the big things whenever we get a new player, we're always like turn off general chat or turn off trade chat because toxic cesspools. And for some reason, the studios refuse to moderate those channels, and I and 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 I that still but that bugs me because like even on the social media during my my tenure doing a podcast for World of Warcraft and doing streams and, and stuff like that. I got by my fair share of people that attacked me simply for being a trans woman. And, and I make it onto 4chan quite often because I, because I was a World of Warcraft player and I, I still, every once in a while will get like the email that, that someone was referenced me again. And there's a picture of me that they always, and it's, there is that, that toxic nature that you, that you, that you can find out there. And, and it's, it's, you can find some of the, some of the best of humanity, but you, but you can also find some of the worst of humanity in the game. And, and I think that's, that has a berserker. You definitely have done like on, on Shaka Fury talked a lot about sometimes the, the bad reaction or the people that, that will attack the devs or the people that will do these things. Mm-hmm. What, um, what can you add to this? Yeah. Um, I guess I'll touch on a couple of points. It's probably a good thing. I can't, uh, use my, usual blue language which by the way if you ever check out unjaggled fury it is an uncensored show so my language here is definitely moderated uh to a certain degree and and uh, i do <laughs> it's probably a good thing because you know i have seen plenty of things out there that i'm certainly not proud of when it comes to the world of warcraft community i have and i'm not saying this to pat myself on the back but i i have found myself in positions of defending Jay or defending others because, you know, I have to learn too, right? Like the upbringing that I had, I'm a, you know, middle class straight white guy, you know, I mean, there, there is a certain amount of mentality and privilege that comes with that. And I think as, you know, the world expands and changes and grows, like you got to try to 
move with that too. And, you know, Jay has been somebody who's taught me quite a lot, which I really appreciate. And I feel part of the need, uh, my responsibility is to pass on, you know, pass on what you have learned, right? That is, that is very much, you know, a charge that I feel. And so I have found myself in, uh, you know, conversations that I wish I hadn't had to have, but we did because there is an element of, you know, when I worked at another job dealing on the phone with people, you know, telephone tough guys, and now it's keyboard warriors, or whatever you want to call it. It's it's that veil of anonymity that that people feel the security blanket and the ability to act in a way that I guarantee you that ninety nine out of a hundred people would never say to your face because they're cowards, right? It's certainly not going to say it to me because I guarantee you most people see me in person. They go, oh, never mind. I'm not going to say that, you know, and, you know, same with Jay. I think even just by height alone would be intimidating. You know what? I did not say that thing. I'm going to rethink my ways and uh, I'm going to dedicate myself to a new cause, right? There are those elements out there and it is really unfortunate. And it, it I think, behooves those of us that see that to try to do better and to push back against that and whether that's you know throwing those people out of your guild or off your raid team or booting them out of dungeon runs or whatever it is which is hard because when you are in those groups you often find toxic people that again feel the need to act a fool because they think they can because nobody knows who they are and so you you know when you feel like there's no consequences you really show people who you are and a lot of times it's unfortunately people are trash and there's nothing you can do about that other than keep them out of the community that's closer to you and uh you know try to call them out and to try to shine light in that darkness it's something i've tried to do on my podcast you know for whatever reach it has it has some kind of reach and so I've tried to tell people, like, listen, you know, you you got to act right. If you're upset about something, there's a right way to handle that, and there's a wrong way to handle that. You're attacking somebody because of the way that they look. Yeah, you probably want to rethink that one. Listen, I'm guilty of it all the time, and, you know, I got to think about it, too. Like, you know, was that the smartest, nicest thing? No, it probably wasn't. I have a dark soul. It's a black heart, but, you know, I got to find ways to grow and get light in there. Just like the Grinch did. You know, it's the holiday season. Got to throw that in there. You know, as for the moderation, I think, to be fair, I'm just going to, this is devil's advocate time here. I think it is incredibly difficult to physically monitor millions of communications with, you know, the staff that they have. I mean, in order to actually appropriately moderate all the chat, all the messages, all the stuff, they would need to hire an army of tech support to do that. And I just don't think that they will ever make that a priority because it's money they can spend elsewhere or keep for themselves because they're, I better watch my language, uh, because they're people who just don't value those things. And so you end up with, sometimes it's automation, right? They try to automate these things and it's, it's a bit of hit or miss, but it is definitely something that they could do better on because even myself, again, somebody who has the least to fear in all of these situations, Overwatch is a great example. Never have voice on. I'll hardly ever play it. There's a lot of these kinds of situations I avoid because I don't want to have to deal with the people. Because as soon as something goes sideways or as soon as you don't do something that they want you to do in the way they want you to do it, screaming and yelling and throwing a tantrum. And that is the kind of behavior I think that turns off a lot of new players. So to the kind of the point of all of this is that new players coming in, you run that first dungeon, which is a, a five a five person group will run through a dungeon typically. 
and you'll get people that are gearing up their alts, which are not their main characters, right? They're alternate characters, and they just want to run through as fast as possible, run through as fast as possible, or they're pushing to get gear for something, and they just want to get it done and get it, get it, get it done. And people have to learn how to do this stuff, and so it takes time to learn how to do this stuff, but they don't have the patience, and so they just start yelling and kicking people out of groups. And, and so you get this reputation within that community of it being hostile. And it does unfortunately happen way more often than it should. That being said, I do feel like in recent years, there has been a lot more attention within the community that we need to do a better job of policing ourselves. Because as I said, I don't think Activision Blizzard will ever dedicate the resources necessary to do it the way that would meet all of our satisfaction. So it's kind of up to us. And, you know, I'm not above a little vigilante justice from time to time. And, you know, if I see something, I'll say something because I feel like I can and I feel safe enough that I can do that. Uh, because I know that there's also people that don't feel like they can and they don't feel safe to be able to say something. And again, those of us, I think, in a position to be able to do it, we have to do it. I mean, it's just it's sort of our moral imperative uh, because we have to clean this stuff up because – at its core, World of Warcraft to me is one of the greatest experiences I've ever had as a as a community. The game, the game is great. I love the game. Don't get me wrong, but I've made friendships I never thought I would make. I've been with the same guild now for almost ten years. That's wild to me. I never thought I'd find a group of people online, most of whom I've never met in person. I've only met a handful of these people in person at a couple of BlizzCons. Most of them. They could walk past me on the street. I would have no idea who they are, right? But we're there. We support each other. We've been there through life and death and marriages and divorces and babies and bankruptcies and (laughs) all kinds of stuff. And that, to me, is what you're trying to get to across the board. You want everybody to have that experience. But when you have, you know, undesirable elements, it makes that more difficult. So, yeah, it's it's out there and it's upon us all to try to try to help clean that up yeah and i think it's definitely a like that the anonymity is a is a huge part because people will say things that they don't want to say but i will also say to to, to flip it around too the smaller that i've, I've gone in, in in the war worker community like say the the podcaster community or the uh creator community or the the the, the twitch streamer community or even like my own guild or my groups that i, I i've met I have met so many amazing people in World of Warcraft, and even though there's that that huge level of toxic, at least on the reputation, there's so many great people I've met. Like again, I bet you, I I, I went to BlizzCon, met, met some friends there. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm still talking with, with 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 one of my former guild members, uh, Kara. I'm still talking to her all the time, and mm-hmm. and there is that that level. Like I got I got to meet people that I never would have met before. I got to meet. One of my uh, uh, best friends is 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 Sash, and and he's and he and he's a trans man, and I met him through the World of Warcraft, and that was a. I just happened to meet him one day in the podcast community, started talking with him, and we built a a friendship, and and that is that's the. I don't think I would have ever met some of the people I've met in my circles, but because of it, I'm a better person. I'm a. I am able. I'm able to like. I've changed changed my my perspectives. I mean, one of the, one of the coolest things was uh was joining this podcast. I I became friends with uh, James on a niche hosting Slack channel, and and, and see it's <laughs> and and I think like if you like it, I I if I even like to look at the, the the podcasting community itself, that can be a very toxic community 
Oh yeah. If you go to yeah. r slash podcasting <laughs> on Reddit, oh my gosh. But then oh. you find the, oh, yeah. the smaller niche community. And I think that's the, that's one of the, uh, the, 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 the keys. If anyone's going into an MMORPG, one of the keys I would say is look for the smaller communities. Look for people that you actually are enjoying talk to, talking to. See if they may have a guild. Don't, don't just accept the first guild invite that, that will be coming across your. Yeah, don't do that. No, cause that's, it's going to probably be a very toxic guild with probably no, no, no moderation, no policies. But look you for, end up in a Goldshire Inn with no clothes on. You don't want to do that. <laughs> don't do that. I mean, do that if you want to do that. But I'm just saying, be careful. That's it. James, there's a whole thing you will never understand about Goldshire. Moon God, baby. That's where the action's at. But you know, I'm, that's where that's the after dark show. We'll say that. I say <laughs> I, I'm worried. I'm worried. <laughs> I will explain to you some of the stuff I saw. Goldshire. Anyway, but please like, do. Please do. One day. But, yeah. but like that's that's a, that's where like. Again, I was just somebody that was logging into Warcraft from someplace in Ohio, and I got to meet so many amazing friends. And I, I actually got the opportunity to, to go to BlizzCon 2019 and see people in real life. But it was just that was the 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 cool aspect of World of Warcraft, the fact that I I met friends Berserker. I'm still talking to you now, and we met. Yeah. We didn't actually meet in game. We, we met in the the community around the game. Though I think we are in the same. We were in the same guild at one point, but yeah, but I we, still we were. Yeah, I, I I met you through that, and I think mm-hmm. that's the 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 one of the coolest things I will ever t- ever, t- ever take away from it is people that you log into every day. Like I'll, I would log into a game into World of Warcraft, talk to Gil, be like, "Hey, how's everyone doing?" And you would t- like talk back, and then I would like do puns and all that, and then I would get ignored by some people who didn't want puns because <laughs> they would have me to their block list. <laughs> wait, wait, it's there's an option to ignore your puns. Yes. Oh, we don't think they ignore everything else about me, but yeah, you can. Is that uh, what's going to get you to play? My goodness, <laughs> boy, that was a weird. Hook. No. All right. Oh no, hey, I James, you, you help with, with this cobalt, James. James. There it is. <laughs> oh, no, Jay, Jay's right though, and, and I do want to. I do want to kind of just put a, a finer point on, on one thing she said is that above all else, and I and I put this top five experiences in my life. Is going to the first BlizzCon that I ever went to. I've oh yes, one, I, went, I went to another one after that, and it was great. Don't get me wrong, but all of the BS aside, the community feeling that I felt oh, yeah. at a BlizzCon with everybody, with you know, tens of thousands of people, twenty thousand people there, it is unlike any feeling or emotion or vibe I have ever felt anywhere else in my whole life, and it was nothing but awesome. And I know that there, you know, listen, a convention with that many people, there's stuff that happens that goes sideways, and you know that that that's just humanity being humanity. Overall, I've never experienced anything as wonderful and positive and inclusive as that environment, and it it is something that you can't replicate in my mind in anything that I've ever done. And if there's like one big thing that like I would advocate is getting into the community just to go to one, just to go to one, even if you only go to one, because it's not cheap. To get to these things, the tickets are expensive. They're hard to get. You got to get to L.A. or Anaheim. It's a whole, it's a whole thing. But the, it's worth it. It's even just to do it that one time, just just to be with the people and to be around it, and and it's it's inc- it's incredible. It's almost indescribable. It's incredible. Um, and then one other thing, just about sort of community and the connections. And again, this is not this is not meant to pat myself on the back or toot my own horn, but I just I kind of want to give you a train of events here. So. Jay plays World of Warcraft. I play World of Warcraft. We, through a series of 
you know, events in the universe, we come across each other's paths. We become friends. We get to know each other. We have podcasts and we do these things. And Jay's got her own life adventure that she's going through. And, and kind of as a, as a side to that, I'm learning a lot of things that I never knew. The things that I have learned from Jay, who I met because of Warcraft, has influenced policy in the state of California. I have the ability through my job to have a hand in a few things. Not a lot, but a few. And I have been part of discussions that have helped shape the policy in the state of California. And the things that I have said has been a direct result of the conversations that I have had with Jay and the things that Jay has taught me. So it's great to talk about community and it's great to do all these other things that we do for the sake of like a game. But there have been times when there have been real positive differences in the world because of these relationships and how they came about through World of Warcraft. And, and it's just one small example of literally millions of others that are out there in the world. But it's again, it's one of the things that makes it so special is all of the other things that happen because of the connections that we make in this game. I, I can see Jay obviously getting Jay's very emotional about this, but she's also <laughs> and, and I, I think it's one of the things that really stands out to me is that if community is done right in a game and you have that genuine love and, and support for another, then you can affect real life things. You know, you can make sure each other's okay. You know, I know there have been times where I've had a really rough day and I've reached out to Discord communities, you know, even just for a bit of a, you know, a bit of a chat and people have lifted my spirits. You know, there's, there's times where the squad pod you know, Squadcast community have, have done that. And I'm so grateful for that side of, you know, of communities. And it's great to rally around that and get in a game. And look, you know, I am sure that lots of content creators got their start in World of Warcraft. Jay, you you know, a lot of your podcasting was because of that. Yeah. And now you are host co-hosting and, you know, producing our streams on a We'll, we'll see about relatively successful, but you know, I'd like to think a decent podcast. You know, we've we've decent values and great guests, of course. Oh yeah, well yeah, yeah. trying to hold up my end. <laughs> and I I want to like mention like I've met so many people who have met their their partners through World Warcraft, and, that, and that's pretty <laughs> yes. incredible. Like, like yes. um. One of my uh, one of the ones I can mention is uh, G- Generic Live. They're an amazing streamer couple, and what's cool? Oh yeah, they met in World of Warcraft, not realizing that they only lived right down the street from each other. Wow, <laughs> in Texas. Yeah, it was one of those like they just started like playing together, and then they and then they got married after that. But it was like it's it's just it's cool. Some of those relationships that 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 meet and Berserker means a lot. Like that, like I've been able to have some impact just from gaming and, and like mm. i i will say i because of some of my my podcasting and some of my streams i don't want to go into too much detail but i have saved lives from some of the people i've talked with and i just want to say that like it's i've always i've always tried to be the very i've always tried to look into small communities and things i've always tried to look at even if i can't affect the bigger community how can i affect my community how can i as a streamer i always was like i want my community to be good i want my community to be positive not toxic positive but but a i want to be doing good having real conversations if we need to but standing up for the right things and i think that's the it's made me more confident if you had seen me before i i started doing some of the, the podcasting i was very shy i was not so out 
outspoken, not so extroverted. So I'm a <laughs> different person than I was even before. And <laughs> two last things before we like wrap it up. I wanted to say like two, like there are so many community events, so many charity events. Mm. Desmond Fisto has raised so much dang money for the Autistic Self Advocacy Network. It is unbelievable. And it's all because like like he'll stream a game or he'll do like a charity event and raise all this money and like bring brand partners together. Dravi has done the the gnome run, which raises money for breast cancer awareness. Oh yeah. And also the uh the troll run, which raises money for the for the uh Trevor project. Mm-hmm. Um and, and the uh, troll run is when I first came out as well because I saw I was realizing who I was in 2020. I went on, and I was just, I was terrified, but I went on that run and saw all these other individuals and the, the, uh, the talk, even in my own little guild, cause we would all make, make a, a troll character at level one and do a, a run to, to, from the, uh, troll starting zone to boot to the town of booty Bay. And the chat that was in there was like, okay, I am not alone in how I feel. I'm not alone in who I am. I'm not, even though my family may have some differing opinions on stuff, there are people that are like me and that's that, that, that type of connection. I came out publicly after this, after that event. And it's just finding people that are, that are, that are like you and, and finding people that like, that help you see things differently. That is, I think one of the, one of the the powers of these small communities that, so I just, I can speak forever about this, but I have always been about the, the community. Like I've interviewed so many people in World of Warcraft on my on my former podcast, getting to know them, getting to know what what makes them tick, getting to know like like what they what they do, and like I have I have still have so many friends. Berserker's one of them again that I have talked to on that podcast, and we're st- we're still friends, and that's that's why I and yeah, Blizz, BlizzCon 2019. I, again, I don't want to ramble. I just it was so amazing being there, and mm-hmm. at one point I was like. For the alliance and everyone going, Rah! can I just say one final thing and then I then I'll, I'll give this back to, to James. I was in the hotel, I was in the checking to my hotel the first night of BlizzCon. This per, these the, these two, these two men are walking around with a horde thing. I'm like for the alliance and I'm like running this way, not realizing that the elevators are this way. So I run back out like I gotta go this way. <laughs> I have to admit. Hearing other very positive things about the community built around World of Warcraft really does. You know, I, I'm not going to say I'm going to start go out and start playing this game. I might do. I got a referral for you. Oh no, no, I'm giving you my referral code. I'll fight oh, you, Berserker. Don't, don't fight you two. Don't fight. <laughs> Come on, James. We want to fight over you. <laughs> Why are you stopping? Hey, us? James. I'll, I'll teach you World of Warcraft. If you if you if you, if you teach my code, I'll teach you all the fighter points. <laughs> What I don't like now is the look that Jay's giving me on webcam. I'm like, like <laughs> join us, join. So, Jay, Jay isn't expecting this, but I think uh, we should. There are people who know about this. I think we should probably open up to <laughs> to you, our listeners. Me and Jay aren't just co-hosts. Me and Jay have been dating for about what nine months, eight nine months now. Eight nine months, depending on my math, but yeah, yeah. Well, your maths is it, math is terrible, but <laughs> yeah, <it is. laughs> uh, yeah. So yeah, it just goes to show you we we are incredibly happy. Yeah, yeah, and we get along so, so well. I love even, it. even if I annoy you sometimes. <laughs> oh, you do, and I'm sure I annoy you as well. Um, maybe, <laughs> maybe, maybe, well, and you know. 
if, if you don't mind, I'm, I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna bogart this deal here. I just want to say, as somebody who's been a friend of of Jay's for a number of years, I have not seen her this happy Aww. in a long, long time. And you know, again, sort of bearing witness to the journey that's been happening, I am so incredibly happy to see how happy Jay is, and it, it, it's part of the reason why I'm so jazzed to be here with the both of you, just to kind of see you both together and, you know, kind of see how uh, you both are. It's, it, it really, it, it, it fills my heart up, and, and you know, there's, there's a lot of really awful stuff. Life will beat you down and not care, and finding people that you connect with and finding love is so, so, so important. I've been blessed to have been in a in a long term relationship <laughs> since the nineties, um, I I married my high school sweetheart, Aww. and you know I've been I've been very lucky in that regard, and I know how lucky I am every day when I go to bed, and I I have that love in my heart, and I know that's returned, and to see that for Jay has been heartwarming. So I just want to say thank you to James. Uh, for, for being there and for helping my girl out and, and for being, you know, support and to return her love. Cause if anybody out there deserves it, it's her. Um, and, 100% and it's really great. And, and thank you for letting me watch this unfold. I, I really appreciate that. So now that I've done, uh, stealing the thunder here, I'm going to turn this over to Jay. <laughs> and I just want this. I just want to say, listeners, it's true. And like uh, James is my best friend, and I I met him on a on a on a Slack channel for a podcast host. Which yeah. uh, one of the podcasts on that I was doing on that host was a workout podcast, believe it or go. not. <laughs> so and yeah, I've just I started to get to get to know James, and yeah, it's that it's that community that you you never know who you're going to meet, you never know like that that bond you're going to build, and you never and then the one day you're like, wait a second. I really, really love this person, not just as a friend, but, and then you fly out <laughs> scarily enough to England <laughs> and you're like, what the yeah. heck am I doing by myself flying up to England? <laughs> I, I will say I was not prepared for how tall Jay actually is. <laughs> I, Nobody I am, is. Nobody. I, 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 I don't, I'm not even prepared. I know. No. I, I I'm only five foot eight. Jay Jay's a lot taller than me. Oh, it, I, 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 we I mean we definitely got some interesting looks on uh, on on trains. Um, <laughs> yeah. I, we 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 might, and I I, I think it might have been a conservative uh, MP. Um, we we think we know who it was. Yeah. Oh yes, because I remember we were cuddling watching Friends on the train, and the couple was just staring oh, at we us. We got death stairs. We got absolute <laughs> death stairs. So yeah, look, they're just it, jealous because you got somebody who can get the jars off the top shelf. I mean, that's <laughs> that's what it is. It, it is very handy. It's like, hey Jay, can you reach that that cup? Yep. See, right. see? I haven't used that cup in six months because I can't get it. Um, <laughs> I forgot no. it was even up there. Uh, yeah, it it is brilliant. And look, you know, look, we've made this really clear uh, on on our show. We want to hear from all of you, but just want to be really clear. There's no room for hate in our comments or in our emails you have a problem with our relationship you can you can do one <laughs> quite frankly i really don't care you send us hate mail it will get deleted um I, I, we're not entertaining that we're really happy this this podcast these streams we are crosswires is awesome i'm really really proud of the work we are doing i'm so proud to have jay 
as my co-host and my partner. So, yeah. Um, and whatever consequences of making this announcement on my podcast for art, I will deal with. And, and I just want to th- I want to say thank you again, James, for bringing me on the, on the show. And like I, I I love that like I get to to podcast with you and and and, and talk with with with, with uh, great guests and like I and like again spend the rest of our life with you. It's just it's it's amazing. And we get the stream. And now that you got rid of the Galaxalar, you won't have to hear me doing like my auto tune singing that I did. <laughs> I'm so glad about that. Look, if, if I could do nothing else in Jay's life, it's bring her decent audio and video gear and, <laughs> you know, all of this stuff. Anyway. <laughs> oh, no, no. Sorry. I didn't mean to cut you off. No, no, no. It's fine. I'm just thinking if there's anything we need to do. I, I think we covered a lot of it. So, so Berserker. Yes. So, so, so after, after James made me uh, cry over, over all this stuff. He's so sweet. After after all that, I just want to say, Berserkers, thank you for coming on again. Like, thank you for helping talk about this. Like, I want to talk about. The, I wanted to talk about the good and the bad yeah. of 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 World of Warcraft because I I feel we've not do justice if I just talked about all the good. But I, I wanted to. But I wanted to again show you are a, a a friendship that has been because of a, of a game. I when I resubscribed to that to World of Warcraft for fifteen bucks a month, I did not realize all the people I would meet like, like mm. I actually have a, a member of my former podcast community, uh, of my former f- podcast uh, fan base who has me with my signature right next to Ian has And I'm like, I think Ian has nice. has more professional qualities than I do. Like, like I'm just, <laughs> I'm just a podcaster, <laughs> but yeah, like in the, and again, the, the people that I've gotten to meet, like I, like again, I got to meet Allie and, I got to meet. Uh, I got to see two of my two of my uh, friends enter into a, a a dating relationship, and then they went to BlizzCon, and then they got married. Or I, th- I think they got married, or they haven't got. But yeah, I got to like I got to see those things, and it's just it's really cool to see because one day I saw them getting being really close, and I'm like, and I'm like, I wonder if they're together. And then all of a sudden, you you uh, you hear them announce that they're together, like, yes. <laughs> <laughs> so, but before we go, can you tell us? Where people can find you uh, across the the interwebs? Sure. Before I do that, I just want to say how much I'm honored uh, to be here, especially when uh, <laughs> y'all are announcing uh, to your listeners uh, the state of your relationship. And, and thank you for trusting that I would be somebody you could bring on for that because you're right. Um, you know, there's enough hate in this world. And frankly, if anybody has a problem with anything that was said here today, you can come to me and I'll deal with it. Uh, so, you know, have fun with that, but, uh, uh, happy for you both. Uh, thank you so much for having me. It's, uh, we could, we could, if we could have made this a five hour episode, if we wanted to, I, I know I, I almost did. Forever. And I know James was like, no, no, no. So I know James got to go to bed. It's like 4am over there sometimes. It's, know, it's, it's only 1.30am. It's yeah, it's, it's so late over there. So I, I, I need to be respectful here, but yes, if, uh, if you are interested uh, in checking out uh, anything that I am doing. Uh, you listen to this here, and you're like, I wonder what this Berserker guy is, is all about. You can check me out on Twitter. I'm still there, at Berserker Rage, B-E-R-Z-E-R-K-E-R-R-A-G-E. There's no space, just uh, two words, Berserker Rage, at Berserker Rage. The uh, podcast that I host is called Unshackled Fury. You can find that anywhere you get your podcast. It's all over the place uh, on Twitter at Unshackled underscore Fury. And like I said, it is a uh, an adult rated show. The warning's right up front, so there should be no surprises. 
but try to talk about uh, anything and everything around the community and the game and gaming and it's kind of all over the place. Um, it's just sort of, you know, a running dialogue of what goes on in my brain, which is a little scary at times. But, uh, you know, it is what it is. And <laughs> some people seem to enjoy it because I still have a, at least three or four listeners. So we're going to keep it going <laughs> as long as they're there. <laughs> I will say as somebody who's not playing World of Warcraft, it's still one of my favorite podcasts. And like y- your production quality is top notch. And oh, thank you. As I and I would definitely, I highly recommend Unshackled Fury. Like again, know that like don't listen with like w- 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 um w- without knowing that there is like cursing and, and all that. But you will you will laugh your butt off. You're just gonna have a great time. And I think it is a positive force in the in the Blizzard community. And it's one of thank the you. podcasts that I truly think the Blizzard community needs. So it, it, be, be, Berserk, I want I want to, th- to thank you for what you've done because again you've You've been there for me so many times, and your podcast is there for so many people that like it's it's awesome. So check it out, and even if you're not a World of Warcraft player, you're gonna love it. Thank you, thank you. That means a lot. And you know, at the end of the day, I think even as somebody myself who is often kind of a lone wolf, McQuaid, you can find your community out there. You are not alone. There, there's a lot of darkness in this world right now, and it is very easy to be consumed by it and to think that you are alone, that the things that you wrestle with, the challenges that you face, that you are in it by yourself. I'm here to tell you, you are not. There there are people out there for you. There are resources out for you if, if it gets to that point. But there are communities out there that can pick you up on your worst days, like you said, and get you through those moments to get you through that next day. Cause there always is another day. There always is another day. There's always another sunrise, right? No matter what happens, but you can find the community that'll, that'll sort of grease the path, make it easier to get there. And it is one of the great things about world of Warcraft is there is a community out, for, out there for you, whoever you are. And we welcome you unless you're a dirt bag and you're trash then you can go, I don't know, play Fortnite or something, but yeah. don't, don't come here. <laughs> Don't yeah. come here because we'll throw you out. But uh, but thank you for having me. <laughs> as long as you're not ganking newbies in in, in uh, Stranglethorn Vale. That's right. That's right. How dare you? <laughs> That's where you can find me. Welcome aboard. Uh, love to have it. And you know, listen, shameless plug time. If you do check out on Shackle Fury and you find it is of any value whatsoever, you know, feel free to throw a brother a, a five star rating. You know, because uh, listen, Apple doesn't care. Uh, what I do, but they care what you do. Uh, so you know, and do the same for this show. Come on now, if you're not if you're not hitting five stars on this uh this fine cross wires program, then you if you I don't even know what you're doing with your life. Do it before you go to the store. That's 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 it. Tell them Berserker sent you. Although I will say, Apple, it's maybe time to move away from stars star ratings for podcasts. Why? How about just a lover? How about just a lover? Like a thumbs that. up. Yeah. You know? Should have emoji reactions. What is the difference between a four point five and a four point seven? Oh. I don't know. <laughs> well, the, 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 the difference is like uh, for the for, for the four point um, four, they are um, only delivering you continental breakfast. The four point seven is they're delivering you breakfast, lunch, and dinner. Which one has the good sausages? Uh, that's the one I care about. That's for four. That's for four point seven 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 seven. Ooh, yeah. yeah. Okay, oh. I got a goal now. There you go. <laughs> And you heard you you heard it here first, uh, folks. If if you give um, a second fury a, a four point eight or above, Berserker will come directly to your house and give you a a a, a, a full breakfast uh, uh, platter. I, I got all I, the pork sausage you could ever handle. I, I don't think, uh, Jay, will you please stop pimping our guests? <laughs>
Like, I, I, I'm really worried about like all this, you know, like offering our guest services out to the public. I'm, we need to talk about etiquette on this show, you know. No, no, no. I'll make oh. that four point eight or five point oh by the time I leave. <laughs> No, seriously, do go and check out Berserker's show. And look, genuinely, we, we say it in the outro, but, you know, if you do like what we're doing, please do go and rate, rate any podcast. Okay, genuine message. If you love the podcast you are listening to, they really do value those ratings and those reviews. They genuine, they help more than you would think. They expose yes. the shows. Go and do that. You know, we, we encourage people to go and check out good pods and start discussions there. Please do that. Um, and... One thing we don't really put in our outro, which I just wanted to mention, if you go to our site at crosswise.net, down at the bottom, there's actually a couple of affiliate links. If you need backup from Backblaze, if you need hosting by DigitalOcean, or if you want to start your own podcast and you want to record it in the most amazing quality in the easiest way with Squadcast, go and check those affiliates. They do help us out, and we'll have more ways that you can support us soon. Jay, over to you. And I think with that... Berserker, can you uh, do can you do your uh, podcast intro in the cleanest way possible? My my intro or my outro? Or your outro? Yeah, can you do your outro? Oh, okay. Uh, well, until next time, keep your swords wet and your banners high, and we'll see you next time. Farewell. Thanks for listening to this episode of Cross Wires. We hope you've enjoyed our discussion and we'd love to hear your thoughts. So please drop us a note over to podcast at crosswires.net. You can also drop us a comment on the post or if you're a good pod user, why not start a discussion there too? You can also join our new Discord server at crosswires.net forward slash Discord. We've got forum channels for each episode and we'd love you to join the discussion there. You can also follow us on Mastodon at crosswires at masthead.social. And of course, you can find the show in all the good podcast apps and all the really bad ones too. If you'd like to check out more of our content, head on over to crosswires.net slash YouTube for all our videos and keep an eye on our Twitch channel at crosswires.net slash live for our upcoming streams. If you like what we've heard, please do drop a review in your podcast directory of choice. It really does help spread the word about the show. And of course, if you can spare even the smallest amount of financial support, we'd be incredibly grateful. You can support us at ko-fi.com slash crosswires. That is ko-fi.com slash crosswires. Until next time, thanks for listening.